It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, and so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. The ultimate Cleveland sports show. Booyah. Dink, I don't know. I can't keep track of the days. That's Mike's job. Look who's here. Everybody's here. It's Tyvis. Hey. Tyvis that came back. In a while. He, he, my man. He ain't been here since he ain't been here since uh, Memorial Day. Yeah, I don't know what Last he's doing. Last year. Stay off my, <laughs> I swear. Stay off my people. It, do, it <laughs> has been a long time. Did you get any good food in Chicago? That's all I, I care you about. You know what? <laughs> I went to Nobu. I've oh, never been like that's so, hoity so, toity right yeah, there. Yeah, Nobu is like the place that all the Instagram models and influencers say you got to go to Nobu for the yeah. sushi. And yeah, I'm a sushi eater, so yeah. So let me let me try. So it's very tough to get into, but mm. I was with you Josh, got people. Yeah, I was with Josh Perry, and they apparently they go all the time, so yeah. they, they was able to squeeze us in. Yeah, the best sushi I've ever had really? in my life. That's, I don't think I can ever. Are they like it. cutting up the fish in the back room or something? Like I've been to Nobu in San Diego. Best sushi. Oh my, too. my. Best I can't. I don't think I can ever eat sushi anywhere else. Really, it's it's that good. Yeah. All right. Are you treating if we all go to Chicago? It's a nice ticket. It's a nice ticket for sure. We we can definitely split it. But yeah, I I, I get us in for sure. Now here's the crazy part about it. I I don't know how to pronounce that. That sounds like a dating app, a shady one. No No, does. No boo. It's in a Drake song. That's That's how you know it's fancy. Yeah, I'm on. I'm on here with no boo. Like yeah, yeah, we single. Like we good. You get your text messages just disappear. No boo. You just text. Them and gone, no boo. They should create that. Start it. It's a new business for you. Uh, yeah. They, it, <laughs> Homeland Security is not having that. Mm. People think them, people no. think them boys yeah. is gone. They're like, sir, we we we, we went and, and subpoenaed the towers. We we know where you've been at. All right, guys. <laughs> By the way, before we get into this uh, football nonsense, I got some important things to talk about. Number one, I want want your takes on all this. Mm. The two things that, that irritated me this morning as I'm making my way through the day. First of all, as Tyvis knows, I had some nice bagels this morning. Yeah. Two, uh, two, two, uh, <laughs> two bagels. Yeah, two bagels uh, this morning. <laughs> yes. I weighed in before I ate the bagels, though. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now, I'm in the bagel store, right? There's a number of be- – this is a very popular place, Cleveland Bagels. Shout out to them. It's a great place. That's okay? the best, you said that's the best bagels Best bagels in, in Cleveland, okay. no doubt. And three people in front of me in the line, there's two women there, and they're like – so, if we do a big order, would you cut the bagels in half and then cut them in quarters? And it, that's inappropriate, right? It's the morning time. I want my breakfast to get in and out. Is, is that inappropriate? Do I have the right to be mad in that situation? No, no, you're good. No a la carte. You're not going to split that four ways. That's yeah. terrible. What are you doing? I've never really heard of bagels being split four ways. Four ways? Bagels? Yeah, what, what, just, what are you, crazy? Man, you, first of all, I'm not going to the bagel store. <laughs> stop there. You, you, like, you don't go to the bagel store? I, you don't I'll, eat bagels? I'll buy some bagels from the store. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not wasting my time in the bagel Look. store. I'm just not. Wait I a like second. It. Where are you buying bagels then? <laughs> Go to Heinz. No, that's inappropriate. <laughs> that's a foul. That's a foul. Actually, I'm kind of the same. Oh right? my I just god! I gotta school you guys. I gotta tell. Right. The, is there really that much of a difference? Yes. 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 I, yes. I, I really? mean, what am I gonna do with these guys? <laughs> I go to Panera. What, what am I? Oh my god! Uh, I'm in Panera. Wow. Let's go. Get the budget going. We are going to New York. We're going to New York to get. Two bagels. Have, have you ever noticed the New Yorkers always say you got to go to New York for everything, right? Right. No. Except for these sports programs. And no. Really no, Brad. You go. You go to. You go to New York for three things. What? Not a Knicks game. No. No sports. Screw <laughs> sports. There's only three things I go to New York for: okay. pizza, bagels, and pizza. Jewish food. That's it. I, I, I agree with you on the, the pizza, the pizza, pizza sure. bagels, well, Jewish food. There I'm, you not go. A, I'm not like a bagel lover, but Look. Panera cinnamon no. bagel. Oh my raisins. God, cinnamon Man, come on, on a bagel. Oh, yeah. So that ain't the best bagel they got. Oh, oh yeah, this is crazy. <laughs> right. All right, number two. Okay. I'm a fat kid. <laughs> I eat all of it. I eat all of it. Number two. If you are walking across the street 
Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, I'm trying to drive, but I'm, you know, I'm waiting for you to go. Doesn't it a little, need to be a little hop to your step? I mean, come on. I, you know what? Right? I, I relate to you on that one. Because yeah. when I'm crossing the street and the yeah. car is coming, I always jog across because people don't want to wait. Exactly. And, and, but it definitely depends on the age of the person. Oh, you, young man. people, they don't give it? No. You, you, you no, it, it also depends. Oh, on, yeah, I see what you're saying. If it's an old person. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You be patient with an old person. It also has to depend on where you are. Because <laughs> what neighborhood you're in. Because some of them go across the street like they don't care. Yeah, like, like, you just wait. You got to you got to get you got to get the athletic job. Listen, when, yeah. when I was in Chicago, my, my wife almost hit somebody because they just walked straight out. No. And so we were turning. We oh, was at man. the light and we was turning and this person just popped out of nowhere. Yeah. So I was like, I was, yeah, I was upset with my wife. Like you got to watch. You got to be more careful. And watch where you're going. Later that day, yeah. I caught an Uber. He almost did the same thing. It's crazy. Well, especially in big cities. Yeah, that it was, goes they, on they don't care. And one final thing. I know Mike wants to get us to sports, but don't worry about it. We'll get there. We'll get there. Listen, <laughs> I was driving. Somebody's got to look this up. I was driving. I get off the highway on, on 90. I got off at West. What is it? West 45th? West 44th? Well, I can't remember the name of the street when you get off there. I'm making a right, a right. I'm going, I, I, I'm making my way to the bagel store, of course. Of course. I drive by this house. Of course. This, this guy walks out of the house. He looks like, you know, he just got out of a, you know, Trump rally. He's a mess. And, <laughs> and, and, and all of a sudden, I look on his front porch, and I'm like, is that a dog? And I don't think it was. I think it was a giant black pig. What? Pig? In Cleveland. I got to go back to this house. <laughs> he got us all like This, this thing was like 500 pounds. Where a you, pig. Where are you going? In Cleveland. Where it was like at? West 45th and some side street off of there. That's down the east side. So I like, I, this is, that sounds like, like that right there is some Worcester <laughs> stuff. They got that the bars. G, come on, G. Cut come that on. pig up and G, let's eat. G, what, what, G, give me a take on that real quick. Uh, real quick, Mike. Come these on. dudes, these dudes. <laughs> Giant pig. Farm animals are not pets. Stop having <laughs> raccoons, pigs. What's the matter with you? Uh, it's in Cleveland. Possums. That is not. A, that's not. Would you eat a possum? Real quick, before we move to no, no, not at all. No, no, no. Crazy. Who the hell would eat a possum? Well, before you start, yeah. I want. Let's, let's, McNuggets is like who? Who said anything about McNuggets? Who eats what those? What are you so worried about? How, how do we get on eating possums when we have legitimate baker news and <laughs> other stuff? We will get to it. Wait a minute, Mike. Mike, I just want the possum before talk. we start with our first one. I just want everybody to know that Jan, I thought about it. Giannis is definitely the greatest ever. Oh my ball. God! But we're Brad, not. You that's, yell another, that's for another discussion. Go that's ahead. Go Brad, ahead. You want to yell at him for a minute before we move on? He says Giannis is the greatest basketball player. Just saying. Ever. He what? I'm he just said saying. Giannis is the greatest basketball player ever. I'm just saying. We're having a discussion next week. No, I just said. We got some real stuff to get to today. Let us go ahead. No, no, we got other stuff to get into. My man is entitled to his opinion. His aunt and I went to high school together, so I like he's he's good in my book, but Thank I like you. he's just a young guy. That's all he is. <laughs> That's it. So you telling me you telling me who would beat Giannis in the game with one on one? Right there. Right there. Right there. Right Mike, there. Mike, right Mike there. Right Jordan, right there. Let's go. Let's go. Let's Let's roll out. Let's roll out. This Giannis topic will be a full topic next week. Take it easy. Take it easy. We got some good stuff. We got two guests coming Let's on. Let's hear we can't the adjust. clip. Let's hear the clip of uh, Mike Polk yesterday. I'd like to play that. This is Mike's At idea. this point, I really think maybe the best case scenario is the year. A whole year. So you're going the other way. Here's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I, like, I, it, all right, you said it yourself. It can't be zero games. Right. It can't be two games because Tom Brady got uh, suspended how many games for deflating Four. footballs? Four. Right. Yeah. So you, and that doesn't look good. Like, I, I know that we shouldn't care about what looks good, but they do care, whether, it, whether that's right or not. If it's half the season, then you're, I mean, your playoff hopes are pretty much uh, dashed, I would say, at that point, unless they do something ridiculous. And then you, then he comes back, and you know, then what do you do at that point? You lost a year of his contract. If you can still maintain that year of his contract, and count next year as his first year, which is a possibility, from what I understand, is that not true? Yep. Yes. Then you get a year off. We have that much more cap space next year because he he was he'll, well, I'm on that ridiculous contract for a million dollars if it's his first year. So the more I think about this, the more I think that possibly the best case scenario is the entire year. Now, guys, I think Mike, listen, Mike makes an interesting point because if the contract tolls, you get him for another year. The problem is we don't know what the Browns record is going to be after eight games. Yes. But ultimately, the more I think about this, I think Mike's out of his mind (laughs) because the Browns schedule is favorable enough. The team is talented enough 
around Jacoby Brissett. Let's assume it's Jacoby Brissett. Yeah. And let's assume it's eight games. Let's let's that's the if it's less than eight games, you obviously don't want him to be suspended for the year. And if it's more than you yeah, you'd rather him be suspended for the year than twelve games, because what's the point after twelve games? But eight games, to me, I think the Browns could stick in it enough that I want him back because I think I could go six and three, seven and two with Deshaun mm-hmm. and still make the playoffs. Tyvis, well, what do you got? The thing, I th- it definitely depends on what his record, what the Browns' record is. If the Browns aren't doing well, if they're, right. I don't know. But you'd have to know. But you'd have to make this. You'd have to say what you'd rather have before the season. So you okay, so know. before the season, yeah. I would probably rather have him back because yeah. let, I mean, let's let's stop and think about the Browns here. You know, Kevin Stefanski's been the coach for two seasons. Obviously, yeah. the first season, you know, they go to the playoffs, they win. The last season, even with Baker hurt, they were in a lot of games with a hurt quarterback. So I think that Kevin Stefanski is is a good offensive mind that will at least have give this team a chance. I think they'll win more games than people think, even if Deshaun isn't there. Even with Jacoby as the quarterback, he is able to make the pass. I think in Kevin Stefanski's offense, one, we should lean more on the run game with the two running backs that we have with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. That's one. Two, Najoku is going to be the asset. I think you have to justify paying him top five money. So I think he'll be featured a lot, which means it won't be a lot of deep balls being thrown because outside of Anthony Schwartz, we don't really have somebody that's going to blow the top off of a defense. Right. Grant is good, but he's a gadgets guy. He's one of those guys that comes in and gets jet sweeps, gets reverses and stuff like that. He's not yeah. one of those ones that's going to go deep down the field and catch a ball. Amari Cooper is one of those guys who's a route runner. He's not a deep ball threat, but he's a great route runner. So I think Jacoby Brissett is going to be asked to make uh, at at the deep ball 15 yard routes. I think he's totally capable of doing that. He's done well with Indy when he was there. I think this Browns team can definitely go at least seven and three within those 10 games. Brad, I know you. You think I know the first thing you're thinking is, well, we could have Baker Mayfield, but we're taking that out of the equation. We, we, he if, if the choice is, <laughs> if the choice is Jacoby for eight games, or or you know whatever, somebody worse than that, if he gets hurt or something, what would you do? Would you rather it? No, I rather uh, I rather for Deshaun Watson to come back, right, yeah. and just <clears throat> play it out that way, and to to dispel my two friends here. Uh, I'm not the only one to think like I think. I just I was watching. TV yesterday and Marcellus Wiley is thinking just as I quoted on TV yesterday. He stole it from you. Right, right. No, I think that anybody that is being reasonable here and know how this game works and this profession works, right? Understand that Baker Mayfield controls no cards. The Browns control all the cards. Yep. The Browns say jump. He says how high he doesn't like it and that's how it works. And he doesn't get paid. That's right. That's how it works. But to your point. Yeah. I need Watson, right? Because I don't think he's getting out those any long suspension. Because if I think if it goes long, the player association is going to go upside the NFL's head with a bunch of things, right? And I don't think it works out in anybody's benefit. It behooves the entire group to put this thing to breast. And I don't care about what Brady got because they didn't have an arbitrator doing the thing when Brady was cheating with the balls, right? right? This is a wholly Lakers different ball. This a, <laughs> a, it's a alleged. Allegedly, allegedly. Allegedly, Dequell was here. He was the one who, uh, well, he had the ball, and he said he didn't. He caught he the interception. Notice. What's that? Dequell caught the interception. That right, right, was right. the ball that ended up getting investigated yeah. by I mean, the he NFL. He wasn't the one that like reported. No, it he didn't report it, but, but the ball that he caught was the one that I, got investigated. I can't. Didn't he say to us that he didn't notice it? I, I thought that's what he said. I thought he. he I thought he said that too. Yeah. G, what do you got? Let's go ahead. Let's go ahead. Do and it. Just, just get this. Just shoot this right <laughs> oh, on. Oh man! Yeah. Now look, we're not gonna start this already now, cause I didn't see a little pattern here. This little double standard that we got between Baker and Deshaun Watson is starting to be fascinating to me. Now Mike Polk Jr. Y'all cats told me all last year that if Baker was ready to go. And he was, he told all you needed to know was Baker said he was fine. And we gonna trot him out every single game. And that's what y'all did. Y'all trotted him out there every single game. And he threw four picks against the Packers, two against the Lions. Terrible, terrible uh, completion percentage against the Ravens. But now you telling me that you got Deshaun Watson who's not injured, who's not hurt, who won't be suspended, but you trying to sit him for a year? Well, no, we're, we're going under the assumption that he would, that it's eight games or a year, that those are the two options. Well, well, here's the thing. He said in, in his comment, 
It should. I would rather it be one year than eight because anything past eight right. games, yes. and I go, no, 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 no. If he's available and ready to go, we doing that. <laughs> Stop the game. Second of all, I ain't, he ain't here today, but we've heard people warm this up too. Now you guys can't have it both ways. Baker Mayfield. All I heard from people standing on top of First Energy Stadium, <laughs> screaming out, Baker, you know he got us our only win. He got. He went to Pittsburgh and did the impossible. G. Bush, we we gotta treat him better. All of a sudden, you get Deshaun Watson this Super Bowl or bust. Now hold on, now. <laughs> you just told me that one little playoff win was the greatest thing you've ever seen. You was crying, hugging family members. You went to church afterwards. You was such a, a joyous occasion. Now you telling me if Deshaun Watson just go to the Super Bowl and there and they lose in a close game, unacceptable to trade, ain't worth it. Come on, man. Y'all need to stop it. Y'all trying to warm it up. We're not gonna let y'all do that. We're not letting you warm that up. And by the way, and y'all not gonna vote for him for MVP even if he does play well. This is the, this is what we look at up against. The the long story short is no, Mike. I'm if you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Went home, I had to ponder over it. I was eating some rigatonis, and I said, he's crazy. There's no way Deshaun Watson is going to sit if he's not ready. Gee, two things. First of all, um, to back your point about Baker Mayfield's win, I don't mean to diminish it, but I'm going to. <laughs> Could the Steelers have possibly been playing worse football going into that game? The, the, Five turnovers. They had fallen. But no, no, no. But yes, correct. Yes. But even leading up, remember, they started 11-0, and 0, and yeah. then they just crapped the bed the rest of the season. Yeah, but boy, you can't. You can only play who's in front of you, right? right. Agreed. Right. We ain't but, about to do that. But it wasn't, right. like, it wasn't like they beat a vintage Steelers oh, team. Oh, don't do that. I, I don't can, do that. I can only play who's in front I'm of me. Like I I can, I, I, can, you're I, right. I can't. Can't You're help right. if they suck, right? I can't. Yeah, they suck. So, so not a win don't mean <laughs> no, that. No, the win means something. I'm just diminishing right. it. Don't do that. Don't do that. You just being petty. I don't like that. I'm being petty. I don't like that. He don't like that. Number two, it's a clean sweep across the board. Here's the thing. I've got a superstar in Miles Garrett. I've got a superstar in Nick Chubb. I've got a superstar in Joel Batonio. I've got a superstar in Wyatt Teller. Maybe not. He's maybe not be a superstar, but a very good player. I can go on and on. I got a lot of great players on this team. Okay. Mm -hmm. Obviously, the quarterback's the most important player. We know that. But if I got as many great players as I think I have, then I don't care who's the quarterback. I'm going to be good. The players for eight games. Should be able to at least get me 500. Well, Thank you. No, I'm not asking him to go seven and one with Jacoby Brissett. I'm just saying, can you go four and four? Do we they know, got enough talent. Do we know the first eight games? We do. Yes, we do. And in fact, the first four are, are all against very mediocre or below. Teams. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They have. Four, I definitely want to. They have back. three very <laughs> tough games in the first eight. They play the Ravens once, the Bengals once, and the Chargers. Mm-hmm. The fifth, fourth toughest game is the Patriots, who are at. Or at least I think they're at. I don't mm-hmm. know. And then the Steelers, and doing? then they play three bad teams. We got blowed out. Give me four, year, four. Jaco- I'm not asking for five and three. I mean, I like five and three. I would too. But if he can give me four and four, I can get Deshaun Watson for nine games. I'm expecting Deshaun Watson to go six and three. You talking about a Chargers team that we we should have won had we not that's right. had two defensive breaks. And they're a good the team. Secondary. They're a good team. That, we know that. Okay. But yeah. all right. But listen. So with the hurt Baker Mayfield. Well, yes. Well, I don't, okay. I don't, I don't. Deshaun Watson's a stud. When he comes back, I don't care that he's missed a year and a half. I don't even hear you he's guys gonna be ready talking to go. about this, right? So you, you just named some great assets here, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I'm a long time Browns, right? Mm-hmm. So I remember the good days. I like one playoff win in Pittsburgh is not a good day, show right? You, like, I'm like, obviously, yeah, I'm, you see it right here, bro. <laughs> Expectations have gotten so low. <laughs> this is what it is. Expectations, Expectations have gotten, gotten so low. low. That, I'm that's to, I'm used to be in the game right before we go to the Super Bowl. That's who I am, right? Mm-hmm. I'm the dude that bet five hundred dollars to Georgia, like the Browns were going to beat Denver and walk across there. Wow. Yeah. Then Barn, then Biner left the ball on the carpet at the one, right? Mm-hmm. I'm that guy when Mike called back said, 
bring me my money to practice tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> like so, get them together, yeah. right? I, I will say this. But hey, I want to just say <laughs> this. When is the coaching coming to play here? Well, the yeah. Here. You, you, He's you, on the hot seat. Somebody has done the shopping. I, <laughs> the I, groceries are in the in the cabinet. He's on the hot seat so, this year, so no I, doubt. So if Watson I, don't, is, I wouldn't say he's on the hot no, so seat. So if Watson is not here, Watson yes. is not here. You have enough pieces yeah. that you should be able to manage the first eight games well, without eight games. I just so, said that. So, I just, I literally just went yeah, through the but, whole but thing. But I was saying yesterday, I was saying this yesterday. We in this town don't hold people accountable. Who do? Not, not this not time. Not this time. Not this time. Yeah. The fans are too. The fans are not so. I do a, a lot of times. Because I was last so, year. I was. I wasn't putting it all on Baker. I was saying it was some. The play calling was not that great. And, no, there were problems there, no doubt. Jacoby Brissett. We know what he is, right? He's a backup. He's a good quality backup quarterback. You need him for a few, a few games. It's fine. He ain't gonna put the team on his back and win games for you. He's not that kind of player. But you know what he doesn't do? Doesn't turn the ball over. Right and now. that's all you need. Protect the football. Yeah. You got studs. I got Nick Chubb. I got Kareem Hunt. I got Amari Cooper. I'm getting them the ball. Let them do. Let them do the work because they're great. This is devastating. <laughs> Ask yourself this: If Mike Tomlin had this <laughs> roster, <laughs> what are we looking at? If Harbaugh had this, if Bill Belichick, oh, your guy McVay, if Andy Reid had this, yeah, they would be you. They good. They they would say, you know what? I got this, this, this over here. All I got to do as a coach is manufacture a couple plays. Give me, uh, let me dial up a couple first down plays, and I got enough. I got enough to move with it. So if you going out here and your expectation level is we only going to be four and four, you Hell always yeah. got to say, what would another person do with that yeah, roster? I, I definitely was the one last year that said, you know, it was Kevin Stefanski came out in the meeting and said, we have to find a way to get Odell the ball. But all I know is that when he went to L.A., Find a way. You never heard Bay say, "I got to find yeah. a way to get Odell the ball." He just it just happened. But no offseason, no OTAs. One last thing on this before we move on to the Seattle conversation is that I get what you're saying, and you know I'm with you on with Jay saying it's it's a you know Super Bowl or bust. But let's spin it the other way. In a way, it's a compliment to Watson, right? Because yes. with Baker, I can't say Super Bowl or bust because he's nah. not that kind of quarterback. Nah, no. Deshaun Watson. I am going to be just. I'm not going to say it's a bad trade if he doesn't win a Super Bowl, but I am going to be disappointed if he doesn't win a Super Bowl because he is a Super Bowl caliber quarterback. And my expectation now is that the Browns, at some point, will win a Super Bowl with him. I I do. I agree. I agree. All right, let's get to this situation here. So, we had the great Josina Anderson on our show last week, and she talked about a report that she had a few days before that, in which Seattle was heavily interested in Baker Mayfield. Yesterday, uh, Ian Rapport was on Pat McAfee's show. By the way, Pat McAfee's show is really good. I, I hate mean, on others uh, in the media. Yeah, his, his, his joint's crazy. He is. He's getting he super is bad. Wild. He's so, <laughs> so he Rapport goes on. Do we have the Rapport clip? Yeah, right. That's what I thought. Okay. This we have the quotes. We, we can't play the whole clip, but we got the quotes. Yeah, this is Rapport on on Pat McAfee's show yesterday. Here we go. Oh, this is okay. I have heard nothing to corroborate Baker to the Seahawks at all. They have never really been interested in Baker, Ian Rapp. First of all, guys, I didn't like – I'm not a big I'll, – I'll admit, you know, I'm not afraid to rip other media members, unlike most people, which is, again, not probably not great for my career, but anyway. I'm not a fan of Ian Rappaport. I don't particularly care for him. Uh, when I've interviewed – I've interviewed him once or twice in person. Like every day. I, let me, I, well, here's what I don't like. If I interview you and we're together, we're hanging out, we're, we're doing a show, whatever, if you can't look me in the eye like I'm not worth your time to look me in the yeah. eye, then go bleep yourself. I will give you credit because you are consistent. Yeah. yeah. Like, you, 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 you hammer them all, right? Yeah, he's a little weasel. I mean, he really is a little weasel. And I think, I think his comments, if you saw the whole thing, I don't know if you guys saw the whole thing, I think he was very disrespectful to, to Josina Anderson with these comments. Let, let's hear it. Let's see it here. We don't, we don't have the comments. We yeah. can't play it off Pat McAfee's show, but yeah. here's what Josina Anderson said in response Well, let me, let me first, let me, before you, we play Josina's, or show Josina's response, <laughs> it, when he was talking about it, he goes, well, this Seahawks stuff, this is an internet rumor. It's not true. All right. That's, a, that's an insult to Josina yeah, Anderson. You don't say it's an internet rumor. It's not some Joe Schmo in his basement right. putting up stories. Well, you, Josina Anderson is as credible, and yeah. I would say more credible in my opinion. Ian Rapport may have the bigger name as an insider. I trust Josina Anderson more than I trust him 
because she is as connected with the players and has the respect of the players more than I believe any insider in the league. So this is really disrespectful. Joe Sinner Addison is plugged in. So yes. any comment otherwise, you're trying to yes. minimize what right. she Don't say internet thing. rumors. So you playing. know it's not so internet rumors. So stop playing with me, right? right? Yeah, right, right. Don't be mad. She beat you to the scoop. You don't yeah. have a scoop. So right. you got to make sure you make it up to make it look <laughs> like you got a bag when you don't have a yeah. bag. Yes, right. exactly. You, you have nothing, yeah. right? You have exactly. nothing, right? And so I don't mind when we call out others for, for nonsense. Yeah, right? that, that this is, is nonsense. nonsense. It's so nonsense. So she's, she's a legitimate source. Oh, she wouldn't be making the money she's making, right? So she is That's legitimate. Right. So she's played her dues in this in this business. Yeah, and in I, a male-dominated business. Well, the thing about this this whole thing to me is, I I would side with Josina on this because Baker went on that podcast and said that it's looking like I'll be going to to Seattle, right? Right. Why would he say that if he had no contact or none, nothing? They yeah. was in Seattle with his like, girl. Yeah, right. He so was hanging out. There, obviously, there yeah. has been some discussion about him coming right. there. So I don't know where that. That's why, to me, when I seen that, I was like, oh, this is blasphemy. Like, yeah. you know, he literally just said, ain't no way. I'm going to go on a podcast and say, and I just spent time in Seattle, and I'm going to say, Oh, yeah, it's probably looking like I'm going to go to Seattle yeah. if if I had no discussion with Seattle. Right. My doesn't agent hasn't sense. talked to Seattle or nothing. And that doesn't mean it's going to happen, right? You know, you Josina and Ian Rappaport and Adam Schefter, they report things they're hearing from around the league. The best, they don't always the best source, out. The best source nowadays is the players themselves. That's right. People, that's right. So and if I Baker think she, said that, he knows something. That's like, right. And obviously I think been she's talking. connected to the players better than any of the other insiders. Gee, I, I, I really do. I think it, there's certain people that only talk to her. Like, yes. Like, no I'm doubt. not talking to nobody else but you. Yeah. So sometimes I, I don't get it, man. Like, I always tell people, man, you, you're not, you're not the, the, the hook here. You're not the, we, I always say, we guest in the sport. We guess, right, right? These people's talents allow me to get up here and talk and, right. and earn a living, right? At the end of the day, that pass will be revoked at one point in time. I'll be out of the game. It'll be a new person in the game, and they'll have their opportunity. I'm to never be getting out. I'm <laughs> never getting out. I'm going to die in the game. <laughs> boy, oh, I'm just going to be sitting here. I'm going to love drop dead. Love the, the game. Like yeah, yeah, like, that's all he, he, he never talking, going nowhere. Call the mayor paramedic. Come yeah. on, get bull. The hell else am I going to do? Come out here. Like, bull, do you I got nothing else to do. This is like, all my, I got. My whole left side is down. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> Let's play. Let's show that that uh, tweet again, guys. This is Josina's response to to Rappaport's comments uh, when she talks about. Here we go. This is inaccurate. She's saying what because because Pro Football Talk reported what Rappaport said. Though I can see why it may be necessary to float this now. One, in case the Seahawks don't get Baker. Two, because if number one happens, it helps to manage the path ahead with the current situation. Three, they're still trying to figure out how I know her. So clearly. She, as usual, got it from not a typical source. Right. Because I feel like Rappaport, Schefter, and those guys, they get they mad. always get it from the same sources. Well, they also get mad that they don't get the scoop. Right, right, right. right. Well, a lot of these guys, they make other people that work for their uh, network give the reports to them so they get credit for it all. It's real shady, shady business. Yeah, well, how do you think they like get that. paid? They get paid because they think that they're in the know and they get the juice, right? right? Yeah. When you don't get the juice, then you got to make it, you got to minimize someone else. That's right. Right, so this is this is the game, right? So here, the basic thing is, is and 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 I don't listen to what Mayfield say because Mayfield going to say anything because he just want to go. <laughs> he right? wants to get the hell out. And Seattle hard, makes the most go. sense, So obviously. they said if, if, if it was a path, if it was a path to to uh, Arizona. I'm going to Arizona. Right. And that's where I'm going. It's like Durant. Durant's going everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, Durant, he, well, I say see, the, it's sad. good for business when your name is out there. Right. Floating. And I say Seattle makes the most sense, but you actually have another team. Oh, uh, yeah. That you think makes more sense. To me, yeah. the best team, and I've been saying this for a long time, is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Because one, people are like, well, why? Well, to me, I think Seattle and Carolina is a job. If you want a job, yeah, go there for sure. You'll get the one year. If it doesn't pan out now, you well, might be a backup for the rest of your career. Yeah. But if you go to Tampa Bay, you sitting behind Tom Brady. You, you don't have to rush coming in there. You can let your shoulder heal properly. And you know Bruce Arians likes you anyways. 
I think you could sit down there, learn from Tom Brady, show that Aries you're retired, remember? Yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah. But he's still in the front office. Uh, that's true. You're yeah, right. He's still there. Yeah. You can learn from Tom Brady for a year or two. Tom Brady has maybe a year or two left at best because he got he got 375 million sitting there. You never he know with him though. He, <laughs> no, he, 375 yeah, million. You fair, know, fair, you know. Fair. He, plus, I think he even came out and said that he's not. It's not the same to him. Like plus weapons. You look yeah, at you got they, weapons. Got, got yeah. receivers. You, you got, got Byron left, which was one of the best offensive coordinators, and, and looks like G. Bush. And, yes, and, and I've heard how they do things in. Tampa Bay with the quarterback room, you know, all those quarterbacks come together and they come up with a game plan and they all work with Tom Brady right. and they find out what's what the good and the bad is in this game and they give it to Tom and that's why he goes out there and execute. So now you'll be in that group helping prepare Tom Brady who's the greatest quarterback to ever play this game get prepared. So now you know what to look for when it's your time. I think it's the best move that you can make. Well, but but to, to that point, which is a, I, I see where you're going with the lot. I mean, it's a career the problem is he got to take a cut. Push. No, short term cut. He's going to stand in the way. His ego going to stop him from taking that cut. Yeah, no, right. he gets he's getting the money this season. You're right. No matter hey. What? But no, no, no. I'm talking about. Okay, so let's say he going to sign. Let's, he got to sign one little minimum. I just year. said that. Yeah, he got to <laughs> sure. It ain't going to be the best deal. What I'm saying, but I'm asking you if his his mentality, you have to be able. You have to be ready to accept that. It's only for a year or two. Some people can't accept the year. I can't. All right, we'll go to Carolina and go out there. Christian McCaffrey going to get hurt and Robbie Anderson don't care for you anyway. So you go out there. He's going to get hurt. You go out there and have a bad year. And now we see what contract you get from there. 26. 26. So 26. I guarantee you this, Tyvis. I did it. At 32. His thinking gonna be much different than it is at 26. Yes. Right? 26. <laughs> I could, here, let me tell you something. When they traded me, when I walked into the after the, the Eastern Conference Finals, uh, the Bulls we lost to the Pistons, right? I come off a 20-some point game in the final, right? And so then I, I walk into the Bulls office the next day and tell them, "Oh, I'm, I, you got to get me up out of here, <laughs> right? Because it's not gonna work for me. You're not doing what's best for me." I'm on a team that's about to make the ascension. Right. I'm too dumb to even know we're making the ascension. And then when they team trade me two weeks later, when no one picked to Seattle, I said, yeah. I'm going to Seattle. This thing is about to be great. I'm about to rock this thing. This is about to be I a breeze. Off, I got off the plane. Right. Here, I got off the plane, Tyvis. As soon as the door opened up, and I started walking down the steps in SeaTac, and I said to myself, this don't seem right. Oh, What's wrong here? Right? In, the, in, the, in the world of, uh, of the old movies, you the messed up, son. <laughs> By the way, you know you the messed up. up. <laughs> but that's the thing, though. Yeah. I've, had, I've actually been in a situation where I was kind of like Baker. When I was in Seattle, I was like, I had told my agent, like, I don't, like, I've been here. Like, I, I need to go somewhere where I can play because right. special teams is good, but I want to actually play. Yeah. And I remember Sherm telling me, sitting down one day and was like, he was, because I, I didn't, I, I really started to love Seattle. Like, I, my mindset yeah. started to change because I'm learning so much. I'm watching myself become a better player from learning from Cam and Earl and Sherm every day. Okay. So it's like, I'm, I've, I've almost got content. Like, all right, well, I could just. I could take the special teams role because I'm learning so much. And then Sherm sat me down and was like, he's like, you got to get up out of here. And I'm like, why? He was like, bro, you too good. Like, what you going to do for the rest of your career? Sit right, sit, sit behind me for your whole career. And I was like, you got a point there. I do yeah. want to play. So what I'm, the reason I bring that up is because Baker can sit behind yeah. Tom for one year. One year, so, yeah. and like I say, even even if it doesn't show, yeah. he could go out there in the preseason the following year, tear it up, and somebody would trade I, for him. You know, I mean, you got something? Yeah, th this was the other part of what Josina tweeted yeah. yesterday. Steve, let's take it real quick. She said, regardless if he comes there, speaking about Seattle or not, still true. Meanwhile, stay tuned to the timeline tomorrow. Right. Tomorrow, meaning today. So. Yeah. No one's more connected on this Baker situation than Joe Cena, and Leroy's not here yet, so we got a minute or two on this. But yeah. what do you think she could be implying or predicting could be coming today? It's a good point. I don't know, man. I mean, maybe she has heard some trade rumors. I, I did. I, I do think that if I think there's a that Baker could be traded in these couple of weeks before training camp. Yes, yes, that you I mean, got very to. possible. Well, you, you, you got because to. for me, you got to look at it like this. I think they fully, they're not bringing him in. You bring Baker Mayfield into that situation. You're not looking at Baker trying to be some sort of backup to these guys. You want to give him the best opportunity to compete for the yeah. starting job. Correct. So now you need, the playbook is three weeks away. 
I'm sure. Now watch this. I, I'm sure he wink, wink, not, not kind of got maybe got a playbook in the mail a couple weeks ago from from the postal service. Like, hey, learn this. We we just want to see if you're good. Ask some questions because my my thought process is day one coming into it. They want to already have him up ready to go. Uh, knowing the plays, knowing what if he, if he goes to Seattle. Yes, if he goes to Seattle. Sure, yeah. where he is. I mean, let's... I, I, is, I just want to say, I think your point about Tampa Bay makes a ton of sense. I think it's a great take by you. We hadn't really discussed it at all. It makes a ton of sense. I think Baker is short-sighted and immature and will not think of it that way. Yeah. He's thinking probably... I'm the man. I should be starting. I tell you what, I would rather. But it'd be go. better for his career to go to Tampa Bay. I think you're I, right. I would rather if he had to choose between Carolina and Seattle. Obviously, Seattle's the better fit for him. And I think that his energy and that passion that he does have, because he's a fiery guy. Yeah. With them losing Russell Wilson, because I've been there. Russell Wilson is a big voice in that locker room. Yeah. He's very positive. All and it's no matter if you're down 21 to nothing. That man is. We coming back. We got it, y'all. Let's go. Yeah, right. That's gone. Baker is the only guy. I don't see Drew Locke and I don't see Geno Smith. I don't think yeah. they have that. I played with Drew Locke. He's not like that. Yeah. And Geno Smith, I don't really know, but I would imagine that he's not as fiery as as Russell Wilson or as positive as right. Russell Wilson was. Yeah. So you need a guy who can bring spark that passion yeah. and energy when things aren't going well. That's going to give you a chance, and I think that'll be good for the franchise. And he's so got great that's receivers why there. I see. I can see him going to o Seattle. OG said something earlier, and this this is in translation. I got to put it in subtitles for you, man. Sometimes you need to stay up under that umbrella. You might get rained on or aka stand next to this money, right? You better stand yeah, right. next to the money. Tom Brady over here looking good. You know, he's yeah. gonna have you know, you know, he gonna get you looking nice. I'm right. Stand right here. Well, he give you he, he give you that knowledge too. So yeah. Tom's yeah. point is right. I mean, but see, that's a mature person. Like there's some value. You have to see value in it because yeah. you, you know, Brady's going away. That's yeah. right. But what I'm saying right now, one of the biggest knocks on, on Baker is He's not mature and he's not an adult. What better way to show everybody that you've matured and you're an adult than to sit behind Tom Brady and learn and learn how to be an adult and, and yeah. learn how to play how to the game and do the things the right and way. And a perfect example to back that up, Jameis Winston. Another guy, first overall pick, a lot of immaturity coming into the league. What does he do? Things don't go well in Tampa Bay. Goes to New Orleans, sits behind Drew Brees. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Learns from another OG in the game, yeah. right? Yeah. And what did he do last year? He got hurt, yeah, but before he that, he was up. playing well. Right? It's because he, he had the, he got well. the LASIK and eye surgery. He got that bag. He started stop turning the ball over yes, last year yeah. before That's, he got hurt. All right, you got to do good bet, bad bet, real quick. Bowl, yeah, let's we'll get do it. Leroy on. Everyone had the exact same picks except Brad today. Oh. Four of the five had the exact same picks. So we're going to fly through this. Okay. Let's take the standings. Jay I went got, I got it. Oh! oh. I am dominating. Bush, one and two. Oh. Let's get to the first game today. Bieber right, on go. the mound for the Guardians in Detroit. And everybody. everybody and I mean everybody, got, including Jay Steve. Guardians got to win. They they I'm about to say, they overdue. I mean, you got to salvage this game. This is overdue. This is people a are, shame that they lose. People are overreacting <laughs> to their slump. I'll, I'll get to that. Maybe later, but uh, or maybe tomorrow. I don't know. Bieber on the mound too. This yeah, is yeah. a shame. Yep. Here we go. Uh, we're gonna fly through these next one. Under seven and a half runs in tonight's game. You guys all said Dang. good, including Jay. And our one dissension of the day comes in the next one. Take it, G. Bush. I mean, Brad, you're the one that said good for over Man, a I, I'm, half my, my record's so bad, I'm playing long shots around here. It's, it's Vegas, baby. You got, a, you got two home runs for the guard. Got to go the other way. All right, that's good. Bet, bet, bet. Now it is time to bring on Leroy Horde. And everyone who joins us is now brought to you by the Gridiron Guys hotline. Looking for a local no, roofer no, you can trust. Family owned since 2003, the Gridiron Guys have grown to become Northeast Ohio's top-rated roofers. We exemplify quality work practices and are a valued resource for homeowners and offer a 10-year Workmanship warranty. Call 330-573-7967 today for a free estimate on roof inspections. Leroy, what's up, my man? How you doing today? What's happening? Leroy, what's going on? Speaking of gridiron guys, here's a gridiron guy, right? 
Leroy, are you a grid? Are you? Could you still get on the gridiron right now? What What do you think? Uh, let me put it this way. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> you telling me you don't what? got that? You don't got the burning desire? You be watching the games on Sunday and be like, man, you know I can get out there at least for one snap. How, how about this? You know how I retired? <laughs> I was in Minnesota. They offered me another contract. Same contract I had. No contract problems whatsoever. I just didn't show up. <laughs> Leroy was done. Like, Leroy? And Leroy. I didn't determine I was done. My body told yeah, me we Leroy, was done. I understand what you talk about because you know the signal. When it's time to walk, it's time to walk. And I, well, I, I, did, hey, I, well, I haven't gotten that I signal like, yet. I was like, let me see. Do I stay around another year and collect some checks? Or do I want to walk when I'm 60? I think I want to walk when I'm 60. Yeah. I'm out of here. It, right. it Left that money that. on the table. <laughs> it wasn't even that. When it got to, you know, critical time in the summer mm. where you need to start getting moving, right? Yeah. And, and, and get, your, get your mind and your body right for camp. Tank on E. I was still limping. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You should. You know what I'm you like, should. I'm oh, like, no. oh no. Le- no, Leroy, you should do what all the vets do now. They they don't sign until yeah. after camp is over. That that was. I it. thought about that, and and they said they told me, hey, you just want an extra couple of weeks. Wow. And- I said. Nope. <laughs> I know my body. I'm going to be right till about January. Did they offer you a private masseuse? Oh, Lord. Not one that I'm going to tell you. Private <laughs> 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 mean private. <laughs> Leroy, I do. I do got to ask you a question. See, see, um, because I want to give uh, some people some context. There's a lot of people that are, are, you know, in layman's terms, they always talk about, you know, oh, I could do that. My grandmother could do that. Or, or mm-hmm. this ain't that bad. Can you educate the, the audience, our listeners, on what two-a-days was, was like back then mm. when you played? Because nowadays it ain't two-a-days. This is, that's, so it's like, like half a day. This is yeah, like, this yeah, is yeah. daycare. This yeah. is, yeah. Yeah. What, what was that like? What was your schedule like in, in terms of how two-a-days was going? All, I'm going to throw out my rookie year because I had guys on the team that smoked cigarettes. Yeah, right. So that don't count. <laughs> yeah, so do I. So do I. That, was old, that, was old, that was old school with, um, wow. who do we have? Bud Grant. Wow. Right? That team. So we was 3-13 and 13 that year. And, and, and so I'm not going to count that year. But Bill took over. Oh, man. And first of all, what you don't realize is every time you have a new coach, you have an extra mini camp and you start camp a week, a year early. I mean, a week early. Week early. Mm-hmm. Right? So you got an extra week. And we went two a days, I want to say, for seven straight days. Mm. And it wasn't, we're not talking about, I'm talking about suited and booted. <laughs> Mouthpiece, helmet tight. Look, every, before your practice, I'm checking to make sure my helmet tight. <laughs> Shoulder pads, underpads, elbow pads, gloves, everything. Dog works. I was game day for two days, for seven straight days. Till mm. it got to the point where we were just so tired. He said, you guys take the evening off. <laughs> just, right? the evening, huh? just the evening. The evening. Now, there's a rule now that if you have a game on Saturday, you get Sunday off, right? But Bill timed it up to 24 hours. Oh, mm. So Ooh. if the game started at like 6, Ooh. we had to report at 6 o'clock oh. on Sunday. That's crazy. I remember one preseason game mm. we played on Saturday. And Friday, we had a walkthrough in the morning. Okay. And we was like, cool. And then we did shoulder pads and helmets in the evening. <laughs> and, and he said, guys, guys, it's a preseason game. You're going to hardly play it. Technically, it's like a day off. <laughs> so, I mean, hey, for the first two years of Bill Belichick, I look forward to the preseason games because it meant I got three and a half quarters of break. <laughs> Man. How did so, y'all do those and, seasons? 
Well, and, and here's the kicker. The first year, everybody hated him. But what it did was it weeded out the hangers on. Right. Right? Yeah. The guys that just wanted to get that check. Mm-hmm. The older guys. It weeded them out. We had, within the first week of camp, we had like six guys just retire. Just retire. <laughs> like, they, it was so exhausting. They say, I don't care about your money. I'm done. But then as it as it got on and we start realizing that, you know, we are doing something and we're getting to a place and we earning his trust. Then the like the the end of the second year and the third year, he would actually come to us and ask us how we feel. And the guys that he trusted, he he went by that. But I'm gonna tell you, camp was no joke. You start off, I used to tell my friends, they say, Oh man, you make all that money and you do that. I say, I tell you what, if you can make it through camp, I'll give you my game check. Mm. Right? I'll give you a game check Mm. because that's not even counting. Bill Belichick had a a conditioning test. You had to run uh, five gassers, right? That's back and forth, back and forth. I think my time was 30 seconds or 28 seconds or something like that with a minute rest. Mm. And if you didn't pass it, you had to do it every morning at six till you passed. Now, I'm going to tell you like this. If you ain't pass it, it wasn't that big of a deal. He didn't know this because at six six o'clock, it's dark as hell in that indoor facility. And I'll be hitting the hash mark and coming back. Hey, the strength and conditioning coach will say, I don't know how you get in such good shape <laughs> overnight. Because <laughs> I, I only got to run by her. I'm running 40 yards back and forth. He can't see me. Oh, my God. I, look, I, wore, I was in stealth mode. I was in, I was in there and sitting like a cat burglar. Like, you couldn't see nothing. All you could see was like a, just a, a black dot going back. You couldn't tell where the other side of that field was. But he worked he worked us hard during camp. And those rules didn't change until a few years ago. Yeah. yeah. So when you made it through camp, yeah. if you made it through camp, and then keep in mind, another thing people don't realize is you played four preseason games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the crescendo yep. was the last preseason game when you played into the third and fourth quarter. Yeah, right, right. It wasn't like now the last preseason game nobody played. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So by the time the season, I remember one. How about this? Y'all remember Buddy Ryan? Yes. Of course. And he was famous for that raggedy forty-six defense, ten men in the box, mm. everybody covered up, right? The week before the regular season, we practice against them in Arizona. Oh my gosh. Mm. Yes. Wow. Mm. So we went two a days for two days, then practice on our own, then played them in the last preseason game, and then the regular season started. We was all looking at each other like, man, what y'all feeling like? So I ain't feeling like nothing. I'm just numb. <laughs> and the season about to start. So man. from that standpoint, um, it's different. You know, it was it it's was different. brutal. So Thank you guys, the guys that got it going on now, huh? Leroy, how do you feel about sorry, Red, but how do you feel about Belichick now, looking back through all this? Like, well, what, look, what are you feelings on him now? Nobody ever thought as we got for as like the third and fourth year, we liked where we were headed. And sometimes I tell people this all the time: if you've been losing and you feel uncomfortable with the change, that's good. Because what you've been doing ain't work. Great point. So you got to try something different. So you ever notice a lot of times a a team will come in with a guy who's a a player coach, and then they'll come in with a hard ass the next year. Mm -hmm. They're trying to change it up. They're trying to give you a different view of, of what you have to do and how you have to do it. And so... From that standpoint, if we were all about winning, we realized that what we had done up until this point wasn't good enough, and we had to do something different. So, And when we got to that third and fourth year, that fourth year, we were going. 
we were moving. We start. We were real good. We couldn't get past Pittsburgh, but 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 we built something. And then the following year, we started off like four and one to four and two, top of the division. Then for reasons I can't explain, <laughs> they decided to announce we was leaving in the middle of the season. <laughs> right. So that chaos went on. And then after the season, they fired the coach. It wasn't his fault. So when people say, you know, when they talk about Bill Belichick, look at where that thing was going. And every time I see it now, I said, you know, minus Tom Brady, right? We were building the same thing. We had, look, our defense was unbelievable. The coaching staff was phenomenal. I think six or seven of the coaches on that staff ended up being either front office guys or head coaches. Yep. Yeah. Think about this. You know who Scott Pioli and Eric Mangini were? Film they were the guys holding up the cards and getting yelled at by Belichick to go do stuff. <laughs> mm. And the they ended up control, being front guys. office guys and respected guys in the NFL. Was Saban we on had, our team? Say we had Nick Saban was the defensive coordinator, mm. right? We had Al Groh who ended up coaching. Mm. Um, yeah. Wait, my offensive yes. line coach. Was the head coach at uh, Kurt Ferentz? Yeah. Right. I was. Keep coach. going. Yeah. So, so, so everybody got so caught up in Bill's personality, right? And I used to tell people all the time: if you want a comedian, go to a comedy club. Mm. If you want a good coach, rate him on his results and not how he interacts with everybody. Because he's like, Bill's not the most. Um, how working. can I put it? He's <laughs> awkward around people. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But not in his element, which is a football coach. And if you know Bill, you know that. And how he does things. And as the years have gone on and he start winning, we yuck it up. We laugh at him like Popovich. But here he wasn't doing that kind of winning, so it was annoying. And people didn't like him for it. But if you look at what he did, and where the team was headed before that, there was nothing that he wasn't doing to get us to where we needed to go. Leroy, so what? What are you, we just got done talking about? Um, you know, the top of the food chain, all those coaches that that were there uh-huh. with the Browns before. What, what's what's your opinion on on Kevin Stefanski? Is he Jekyll and Hyde? Is he really the coach of the year? You still think he's that guy? Or is he more towards a eh, he's running a mill middle road guy? What's your thoughts on Kevin Stefanski? Obviously, you've been seeing some of the best. Um, first of all, I'll tell you this. I don't care how great a coach you are. You can't win without players. Groceries. Now, the Browns <laughs> have the players. So I'm not going to even act like they need to add some pieces or whatever. They got the, play- they got the players, both offensively and defensively. He doesn't handle the, the, the defensive side of the ball. We don't know if maybe he felt hamstrung by Baker Mayfield. That's the indication that everybody has given. But we don't know that yet because he hasn't had a different quarterback. But any job that you get that is a move up, I don't understand why we don't understand there's a learning curve there. Like we take these offensive coordinators, make them head coaches, and then give them, you know, so many, so much more responsibility, and then after a year or two, say, "Up, oh, he he's a terrible coach." He learning too. Now, I would expect coaches like that to be more understanding of young players. And the only thing that bothers me with new coaches is how dismissive they are of young players. And and I have that situation down here with Brian Flores and Tua. Right. For some reason, him and Tua didn't click. And he wanted to play uh, Fitzpatrick. And I've always been amazed that, wait a minute, you're a first-time coach too. You got to learn some stuff. You want us to be patient with you, yet you're not patient with none of your players. How does that play in the locker room? Mm -hmm. So I've always been about, here's what I look at when I look at Stefanski. I don't look at necessarily what he does from game to game, but how he grows from game to game. Is he making the same mistakes? 
if he has a bad game or time management or timeouts? Does he improve on that? Um, if he's calling plays and he gets into a situation where, say, it's four-minute offense at the end of the game and it's third and three, do you still throw the ball or do you understand that you got one of the best defenses in the league, you just run it with Nick Chubb, who's the, one of the best in the league, and then let the clock run out and, and, and give you some more seconds off the clock. These are all things that, as a new head coach, you have to learn how to manage. The funny thing about sports is those situations don't present themselves right away. So Leroy, do you, you see? Do, do you see the growth, or do you see the growth in him? Or give me a grade. Just give me a letter grade on Stefanski, because you've seen enough work of him. I, I would say, hmm. I would say, I'm not going to include last year, right? Simply because what you had at quarterback wasn't anything that you've had before then. So. Uh, you play with a banged-up quarterback, and and that hurt you a lot, and that limited what you could do. I would say a B, and here's why. And and for people that don't understand, understand what Cleveland is and what Cleveland has been, and where Cleveland is now. Okay, you beat Pittsburgh in the playoffs. If not for a fumble in the end zone, you would have beat Kansas City, because they had to come in with a backup quarterback and Chad Henney. Okay, so you've had you you all you want from your coach is to be there, right? Everybody makes these demands on winning, but if you're consistently there, you will get your opportunity. And so the only reason why I give him a B is because you know he's only won one playoff game. That being said, I also understand it's been a minute. Let's not act like. Oh no, we've always been there and we just need a coach to get us over the hump. No, this is this is this is a, a process for, for everybody, including him. Okay. Now here's what's gonna suck. We don't know what's going on with Deshaun Watson. Right? If Deshaun Watson is out for the year and Stefanski has Jacoby Brissett and they don't have a good year, does that mean Kevin Stefanski's no good? You see what I'm saying? I would no. I wouldn't put that on. I wouldn't put that on Kevin Stefanski. But that's what. No, no, no. Here, you wouldn't. But guess what? I didn't put any of the losing that we had before the team moved on Bill Belichick. But the team still fired him. Well, hold on, uh, Leroy. Technically, Le by the way, technically the Ravens fired Le him. Le Le about Leroy, that. to your point. No, he was fired I, before. He was fired before we we got to Baltimore. Leroy, I will say this to to that right because I, I I've been around for a minute right. And, and I uh -huh. look at I look at the groceries that are in the ca in the cabinets right. They've got a lot of groceries yep. here, right. Mm -hmm. So you should be able to win with the groceries you have here. I'll take I'll take your own your own alma mater. When they when they let go of Bill Frieder and put Fishery in at the head of Michigan basketball, <laughs> what did he Six do with Ramil, what, what did he, what did he do with Ramil them? Right. Same growth, same groceries. You're right. Right. You're right. So at some point, uh -huh. it's accountable to the person at the helm, right? Now, if he right. had nothing here, then you can say that. But he has he has legitimate game making play, uh, uh, playmaking players here, right? Okay, and, I, and, and, and I, so I, I used to get frustrated when they be fourth and one. He always went, "What are you doing?" <laughs> I got this defense on the other side. Just get rid of the ball. No, I disagree with that. Uh, no, I, I go for a first. So, so I'm not going to know where the ball is. I'm not going to I have to see so what the odds are. So let me ask you this. So, so let me ask you this, though. Have they not, since Stavansky taken over minus last year, competed for, for a championship? Like, they got a tough break. Mm. One year. Okay. And in the other year, they, he, he was a young coach, too. Mm -hmm. If you look at the growth of the team, each year, they have gotten better. And in fact, a lot of people thought they would be contending for a Super Bowl last year. Unfortunately, they lost their starting quarterback. You know, you and know, this ain't this ain't the, the, the Rams. You don't have Kurt Warner sitting behind him. I got hold on. I got something for you. I got something. you ready for this. 
I'm ready. If the if the Browns don't have if, if Deshaun Watson is suspended for a whole year and the Browns don't at least have a better record than they did last year, Stefanski's a problem. And I'm gonna tell you why. Because why? he because he just had a whole season with an injured quarterback and still was trying to make things happen. So he's got experience. If the quarterback isn't good, he's has he has a whole year of film to look at of still to make it to, work to make it work. So he know, he you. should know if, if you're saying that a coach should be judged off of does he get better every year then this year the quarterback play should okay. have nothing to do with it. If he should still well, have, well, have look, a way to find look, out look, look. or find a way to get wins. You're right to a certain extent. And but you if let Jacoby turning the ball if, over, then that's another if story. You're, if you, <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, there's only a handful of reasons why a quarterback is, 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 and that's one of them, right? But, but I will say this: you're right to a certain extent, and that is from the standpoint of should he be better with a healthy quarterback with what he has and the weapons he has around that quarterback? Yes. Okay. But it will get to a point if you don't have the quarterback play, well, it will when it will cost you. And if you're going to evaluate him, you have to evaluate him on that point, right? That if he, you know, works everything to get to a certain place, and that is the ceiling with this quarterback, you have to acknowledge that. Uh, so. It, well, look, maybe they get into the playoffs, right? Maybe, you know, they compete or get through the first round. We don't know. But you are right in that if he has a healthy quarterback, the team should be better than it was with an injured quarterback. Speaking of that, from that so, so, yes, you can. But, but at some point, at some point, that quarterback, at the end of the year, is going to have to make a couple of plays to win games because you, you, you're not going to be able to hang your hat on just the running game because guess what? When teams are only game planning for you and they see that all you have is Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, guess what it's going to look like? It's going to look like 22 guys within a five-yard radius. <laughs> That's when that, that 46 defense is going to come back. Yo, yeah. <laughs> so, let me ask Absolutely. You, so let me ask you this, Leroy. I, I pose the thought, and you tell me what you think. All right, you know, Baker has these rumors going to the Seahawks. I think, yep. I think personally he should go to Tampa Bay and sit behind Tom Brady for a year where he'll learn how to mature, be an adult, become a pro, you know, Tom Brady has one, maybe two years at best because he got $375 million waiting on him, so he ain't tripping no more. Don't you think that that would be a better situation for him than just jumping into Seattle? Here, here, here's the problem, though. And you know this better than anybody. What kills a coaching career? What kills a player career? Ego. Exactly. Right? <laughs> And and at some point, exactly. at some point, you have to sit back, evaluate your situation, and think, what is best for me in the long term? And maybe Preach, you got to eat it Preach. for a year or two. Okay, he maybe you got to eat. But it happens with it, it happens with all of us. Mm -hmm. oh, Leroy, what if your what if the first thing you've done, what you've been doing, isn't working? Don't you need to stop, mm -hmm. switch it, and, and switch it up a little bit and go to something? Because they say doing the same thing and expecting a different result is insanity. So him sitting there for a year and learning and learning a new game plan and learning how to be a different quarterback, when do you think that would be the best thing for his career? Sure. We do. <laughs> we think that. But he doesn't. But we're not him. Yeah. It's so much easier for people to uh, figure out what another person needs yeah. until that person acknowledges that and make the necessary steps and it's going on deaf ears. That's right. So we like to think we know what's best for Baker. Baker probably has an idea of what he thinks is best for Baker. Now he needs somebody, a confidant or agent, uh, somebody close to him that he's he's you know, listen to throughout his career, 
He need me, Leroy. To let him know. He yeah. need me. Listen, yeah. he watches the show. Baker, if you're watching this show, listen to me. Go to go to Tampa Bay. It's good advice. Here's yeah. the problem, though. Everybody need a quarterback. There's a bunch of teams that need a quarterback. So if you a starting quarterback and have been a starting quarterback and you want to get back to where you think you belong, you're going to pick the starting job over a backup role. Right. But this is the thing, Leroy. It's been if, four months. If it doesn't pan out, he, he will call. That'll be his, he'll be well, a backup for the rest of his career. Well, 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 well here's here's the thing, and I think but, I think but, but that means but but he got an opportunity. He can do that. He can, can do that. that. He, can, he can do the same thing in, in Tampa Bay. They gonna give him the opportunity to be talk, the starter. But you talking logic? Yeah, I mean, he ain't ready for logic <laughs> yet. I'm not ready for logic. Y'all ain't giving him enough credit. No, no, no. What we're giving him, what Leroy is talking about, is we've been there. We have hit this road. We know exactly what to do now. But at 26, you're not gonna know that role. When I told Chicago I was ready to leave, Tyvis, you know who tried to talk me out of it? Jordan tried to talk me out of it. I was like, you don't know what the hell you're talking about. I'm leaving. <laughs> Dang. And he was right. <laughs> you, you, you know, Leroy, I, I think one of the things that I, I believe is <clears throat> when you look at quarterbacks, they're different. There's a reason why kickers and quarterbacks are in their own locker room. They, they over here. They make different money. They think about different things. I literally think that the second you decide in your mind that I'm a backup, your career is over. From a standpoint right. of you're accepting, you're you ex- accepting, right? You're you, accepting it, it, and you accept it. And if you're going to accept that, you can't go out. It, it's hard. Have you ever seen? Have you ever seen somebody accept being a backup and then get a starting role somewhere else? Yeah. Jameis, we just talked about it. Jameis, but, but, Matt Flynn, that, that was, yeah, but that wasn't that. Playing a long, see, playing a long hey, route. I got you. Everybody made it sound like Jameis did that. You know. Being a good dude, he had no and, choice. And right? Recognizing what his career Le- choices were, Leroy, and he had choices, and he chose to be a back. No, Leroy, Jimmy, that was his, Jimmy, one of his only options. Jimmy Garoppolo sat behind Jimmy Garoppolo and Jacoby Brissett. Both sat behind Tom Brady, and both ended up getting becoming starters. And actually, was all right. Hey, hey, I'm hey, just saying. What? No, no, no. Jacoby Brissett. We will see. The test is there, right? You like why you talk about what Baker should do. You got a perfect example right here. Yeah, Leroy, we got to wrap it up with this. Uh, I am very distressed by the fact that nobody names their kid Leroy anymore. What is happening? Here? Well, that, hold on. Let me yeah. explain something to you. Yeah. It, in in New Orleans, there's more white guys named Leroy than black guys. Oh, mm. Young people it's though? A, it's a southern thing. Young yeah. people? I don't know. And my parents weren't creative. I'm a junior. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but when I but I but I'm not from the South. I grew up in New York. And when I went to high school, I knew black Leroy's. I knew white Leroy's. I there were all kinds of Leroy's. When I now th- nobody names that kid Leroy. When anymore. I think of Leroy, I think of the last dragon movie. Bruce Leroy. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> there's, a, there's a we could do a whole top five on outdated names. Outdated that never names. Come to we'll Oliver, do a top five of the best Leroy. Ezra. Rose. Leroy. Yeah. Leroy Neiman. Uh, <laughs> Jetsons. All my grandmother's friends. All my grandmother's friends. There was Pauline, Max, Oscar. <laughs> yeah, Oscar's was, done too. Oscar's was, done. There was Uncle Leroy. Earl. <laughs> yeah. My own uncle. All right, Leroy. Great stuff as always, man. We appreciate you taking the time. Thanks, buddy. All righty. All right, Leroy. Leroy Horde. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.